Today we're going to talk about Auburn quarterback Bo Nix on the BWI Daily Edition. I'm your host Thomas Frank Carr, and this is coming up because yesterday somebody said something really interesting to me that I want I want to dig into a little bit. Talking with Nate Bauer, senior editor of Blue White Illustrated, on our BWI Live Daily Monday recap show. So we recap every Penn State football game on Monday, and I asked him on air. Am I being too hard on Sean Clifford? Is my evaluation of him too uh, holding him to too high of a standard? And he said, well, I, I never seen you evaluate another quarterback, so I don't know what the scale is like. That's a really fair point. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to take a look and we're going to do an evaluation of Bo Nix. We're going to do uh, what he's good at, what he's not good at, and how that projects some game plan stuff for what I think Penn State can take advantage of in this football game. And if you want to see, before we get to it, I know a lot of people have been asking, can you show some clips and show what you're talking about? I would love to. I normally do in my film evaluations, which you can see, bwi.rivals.com backslash subscribe, where I get into the film. I do a film recap every Monday about what happened in the Penn State football game. So after the fact, I'll give you exactly what happened and the schematic reason why. But because we're here on YouTube specifically, I can't do that part. But I can give you what I've seen on film. And a lot of this does come from when you're looking at Bo Nix, where your perception of him was before. And to Nate's point, I've watched every snap of Sean Clifford's career multiple times. I've been here the entire time. I've been checking in and out of Bo Nix for a long time. So my evaluation of Bo Nix starts really low because I thought he was a non-viable starter in college football because of what I saw of him as a freshman. Even as the SEC freshman of the year, I didn't think he was very good because he came in with a major amount of hype. He was a high four-star, possibly five-star recruit in some areas and was seen as the savior of the program. But as is the case, most times that's not true. So Bo Nix has been starting for a while and he does have the kind of the disadvantage of being a starter since very early in his career and some perception issues. What we've seen in a new offense this year is that he's a much better quarterback. He's now a viable starting quarterback in college football, which, again, sounds like it's not much of a, a respectful comment, but consider where it was starting. Um, some of the things that I think Bo Nix is good at and what we've seen from him so far in these games, and if you're asking, can, he, uh, can you get anything out of Akron and Alabama State? I do think so. I think there are some things that we can see, especially what Alabama State did, that frustrated the Auburn passing attack. So let's get into what he was good at, though, and some of the things that uh, that I think Akron did that weren't a great game plan. And the biggest difference in Bo Nix, and the reason he's a viable starting quarterback now, is that he's got better pocket presence, and he's able to do much more pre-snap in diagnosing what you're giving him if you give him static pre-snap reads. And this is what Akron did. They gave him a lot of, this is what we're running, and we're going to rally and tackle. And that, just like Ball State, didn't really work for them. Uh, and because Bo Nix is able to find the open receiver, and if you give him an easy throw, if you give him an off-zone coverage, he can hit the underneath route and he can get those extra yards. A big change this year is that, as James Franklin has said multiple times, everyone's basically running the same stuff. So this is a much more traditional college offense that has some of the similar schemes that you'll see from Penn State, some of the similar, similar ideas of what they want to do schematically. And Bo Nix has been able to operate that well so far. And when you give him those easy throws, he can make those, and he can make all of the throws. 
The arm strength is a thing that shows up on film. And I'm not talking about just deep balls. If you give him something to the long side of the field, you've always heard if you can throw from the far hash to the sideline, then you've got an NFL caliber arm, all that stuff. But what it means is you normally are a little softer on coverage to where you don't think a quarterback can get the football with his arm. And if you do that to Bo Nix and you're trying to cheat in on the running game, he can't hit those throws. So you have to defend laterally the entire part of the field, and you can't make any big mistakes downfield because he can get the ball there as well. And again, this is what Akron did, is they were giving him some traditional college throws, and now in rhythm, this is going to be a big thing with with Bo Nix, is that in rhythm, he can make those throws. His footwork and his accuracy have risen to the point that he can now take advantage of what the defense is doing. And that is even in the seam and sometimes over the middle, he's able to hit those throws as well. So again, we're rising from a guy that was blindly panicking in the pocket to a guy that has good pocket presence, can stand in there and take a look at what's downfield and decipher what he's seeing and throw the football accurately on time in rhythm to his first read. If you give him too many of those, then you're going to set up the Auburn offense to be a physical ground game that can do a lot of things in the underneath coverage and then hit you for some of those big plays. They're very much a, again, a college offense that is is designed to take, take advantage of the schemes of what defenses do in college with the numbers and the spacing on the football field. The biggest difference between, I think, Sean Clifford and Bo Nix, not to be too comparative here, but this is where I think I've been too hard on Sean Clifford, but I think it's fair, is the downfield passing. Bo Nix is more consistently putting the ball on the frame of his receivers down the football field. When he is in the pocket and, again, in rhythm, if you make a mistake and you give a free release to a receiver who is running down the field, he will put the ball on the frame and make those big-time plays. So Penn State, even though they haven't been doing this so far this year, you can't make mistakes in coverage. You cannot bust your coverage because they can take advantage of that and get big-time plays. So far, Graham Mertz couldn't do that in the first game. Drew Plitt certainly couldn't do that last week. Bo Nix, as much as I have just described a pretty low threshold, is the best quarterback that Penn State has seen so far this year. So Penn State secondary will, in fact, be tested. And their schemes and their abilities to play in coverage will be tested at all parts of the field. So that's the good with Bo Nix. Some of the other things is that he is smart enough to know what scheme you're running and how to take advantage of it with his legs as well. So he's using his athleticism more judiciously. And when he does have to break the pocket, he is not making tremendously bad throws at all times. And again, I know I'm speaking positively here, but hear what I'm saying. He was terrible for a long time. So let's get into what I think Alabama State did and how you can challenge Bo Nix and make him make some of those Bo Nix mistakes. The first thing is don't give him the easy rhythm throws. Challenge him pre-snap and post-snap. Alabama State, just like Ball State, they had a the, the strength of their defense was the secondary. They had some athletes, some veterans, and and even though I don't know too much about the Alabama State depth chart, I could see on film they were doing complex things to frustrate and not give easy rhythm access throws. They were challenging the the Auburn receivers, which makes me think, given that it's Alabama State, there were some open throws, but for the most part, I don't know that this is a break the game open, talented beyond reason Alabama receiving core. 
I, I think Penn State can match up there. And if you can force Bo Nix out of his first read, out of that comfortable rhythm throw, the footwork problems show up. And again, there's a lot of similarities to me between Sean Clifford and Bo Nix. Both of them have fundamental flaws in their footwork. Sean Clifford throws too many throws off his back foot. Bo Nix is too aggressive. He is always on his front foot. There's no place for the transition of his weight to go because it's already on his front foot after his first hitch, that that pop in the pocket where you see him bounce every time he's on his front foot because he's an aggressive quarterback. He's a physical dude that... He's still fighting that urge to run. At least that's how I read it. So if you get him off that first that first throw, that rhythm throw where he can set and then deliver, his accuracy suffers dramatically. And it, even as though I've described him as being able to hit all of the throws on his first read, it's not like that's even consistent because of that footwork problem. He still puts the he puts the ball in the radius, but he's not a hyper accurate quarterback. And there are still times if you challenge that first position, that first read, and he throws it anyway, you can make plays on the ball. There will be balls that are put into harm's way by Bo Nix in this game, especially if you force him to do so. Now, that is a bit of a risk-reward because, again, if somebody misses their coverage or somebody gets beat, Bo Nix does have the arm and the accuracy and all those things to take advantage of it. The second thing is, even though he's an athletic quarterback and he's making less mistakes on the run, Bo Nix still is not a, a good quarterback on the run from a fundamental discipline standpoint. He will make mistakes, fumbles, throwing bad balls, being wildly inaccurate down the field. He will make those mistakes if you do pressure him. So... To me, what you need to do, it's not about the pass rush and getting to, to the quarterback and harassing him as much as it is. Deny the first throw and give the, the defensive line a chance to get there because this Auburn passing attack is very much about getting the ball out quickly and not putting Bo in those situations. When you do, you can take advantage of him. And this is where if Bo Nix has an advantage when it comes to his ability to throw the deep ball, Sean Clifford has the advantage of he's not making bad mistakes with the football anymore. This is the biggest change from Sean Clifford last year to this year is he's being conservative and smart with what he's doing with the football. Bo Nix will still make those old Bo Nix plays if you force him to do so, and that is going to be the key to this game, but it starts with the coverage to me and not the pass rush. If you get the pass rush there, you've got it in the bag. That's kind of how I read this game. If you can get Arnold Ebikiti and you can get some of those other defensive linemen or maybe some zone blitzes into the backfield, you will absolutely have a chance to get some big-time plays on defense, which they've shown so far this year they are more than capable of making. So that's how you're going to do this. I think you do have to make sure that you are going to defeat Bo Nix with the first part of the defense and let everything else happen to him. Because from a high-level perspective... Bo Nix is not a quarterback that hits throws in zone coverage and makes those big time throws with the anticipation and timing. He has to see it open. It has to be a confirmed throw before he will throw it. Or he'll just, you know, make some of those scrambling wild plays. If you can make sure he doesn't make the easy stuff, you can get to Bo Nix. And that's where Penn State's biggest advantage is going to come in this game is that despite Sean Clifford not hitting those big plays and having the offense run on all cylinders, he is not preventing them from winning football games. If that 107,000-person crowd, the whiteout atmosphere, and the and the, the receivers for, uh, for Auburn don't help him out, 
Bo Nix, I do think you can get him to crumble in this game and make some big mistakes. So that's our scouting report on Bo Nix. And like I said, if you want to check out if I'm right or not, you can check out my film study after the game coming out Mondays, bwi.rivals.com backslash subscribe. And we've got all kinds of stuff coming up on our YouTube channel and our podcasts each day, Monday through Saturday bwi.rivals.com, Blue White Illustrated, YouTube, and Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr of the BWI Daily. We'll be back again tomorrow.